Welcome to this edition of the Million Dollar Mastermind Podcast. This is where we pick the brains of high achievers from all walks of life and get their hard-earned, real-world insights on winning. I'm your host, Larry Wydell. Now, where do you base out of now? I'm in New York. So you're in New York, and that makes it easy to get to these media outlets and also direct flights everywhere you need to go. <laughs> well, that's true. How long have you lived in New York? And tell us what it's like living in New York now and compared to the past. And are, are you going to stay? You feel like you're going to be stay there? At the very moment that we're talking, the smoke from the wildfires is now like blown down back into New York again. So I'm looking out. I have a view of the skyline out my window and it's uh, now like all smoke covered. And <laughs> really? That's um, Canadian fires. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the Canadian wildfires. No, but um, yeah, it's been, I've been here for about 12, 13 years. It's a fabulous place to live. There's so much to do. I now have, I've, I've been with a partner now for a number of years. She's here. So we're probably sticking, staying for the foreseeable future. But yeah, it's a, I, you know, it's a, everybody comes to New York at some point. So that's one advantage of, no. of being here is that people I know from all over the world, CEOs or leaders or, friends or whatever, at some point they all come here and for some reason or other, and I get to see everybody. Part of my formative years was as a uh, military uh, dependent with my father's station at a governor's island back when it oh, was Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. And uh, now it's a, now governor's island is basically a big playground, so. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a great location. You yeah. Know, you, there's nothing, you can't go wrong there. So talk about now, when you look at the most fun things for you to do and the most fun that kind of people, obviously music is a big thing for you. What are the most fun things for you to do? And what are you getting ready to do more of? <laughs> Loaded question. I was like, <laughs> no, I'm just no. kidding. I What's do. the reward? What can people look forward? Cause you put yourself in a position to do what you want to do with whoever you want to do, stay intrigued, travel, take off, get it, you know, launch unlimited new projects. And it's like, what is it like? And what, how would you say, Kevin, is a smart way to handle, I'm assuming that that's how you're going to do it, handle the results of the success you've had and the opportunities, experiences and relationships to be able to go in and have the most fun and productive, exciting life going forward? Well, here's what despise you. It, the, the, you know, the successes and, and all that, what it buys you is more chances to do what you really want to do, not what other people want you to do. And so that's what I've been trying to do more and more of is if I'm going to write a book, I want it to be a book that I'm really excited about doing for some reason or other. Right. If I'm going to work with a company, I want it to be because I think there's something special about this company and, and that I could really help them. I'm able to turn down things that I don't want to do. And that's a luxury you don't that's have a luxury isn't it? And that, that's right. a great luxury right isn't it? right right and uh you know we're talking about big goals and in life and all that and i've been lucky enough the big goals that i set for myself when i was young about national column writing books and actually i had this thing in my head of like someday i want people to essentially pay me for what i know yeah. which is what's happened now with the consulting business and and the big things that were in my head that i thought maybe i'd never accomplish have been accomplished and that's very satisfying. And so one of the, bringing it kind of full circle back to where we started this conversation, 
One of the last things on my checklist is because I do love writing original songs. Right. I think I'm actually yeah. very good at it. We uh-huh. have a, a number of songs that have been recognized what's as been quite good. What's the name of your band? Total Blam Blam. Okay. Which Total, is good. Total uh, Blam Blam, which is stolen from a David Bowie lyric and the song Suffragette City. Okay. Yeah, maybe my last uh, remaining goal is that I want a song that I've written to be recorded by some major reporting audience. That's my last remaining work goal in life. I thought it was going to be something in line that you're going to be have a number one hit with the band with a song you wrote and you're going to be the musical guest on like Jimmy Fallon or Saturday Night Live. <laughs> that would be pretty amazing, but I'm probably too old for that. And uh, <laughs> I'm not sure. Well, that. plus you did say small goals. You said big, small, big, big plans, big, big, goals. big goals and small plans. Big goals and um, small plans. So, yeah. But no, honestly, like I put more, I've always thought of myself more as a writer than a performer, whether it's about, oh. even about, do you enjoy literature and kinds of things? I enjoy performing. Yeah. But, but, Did you, have but you always what, performed? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. what really matters to me is being able, I would have some fun being in a cover band, but that's not really what turns me on. What turns me on is being able to create something new. Yeah. And so that's why I say like, I would be very pleased just to have something, a song that I've written be recognized like that. Well, I imagine uh, one of the great joys in your life is seeing where you've put this Discipline thought, you know, you've got your book out there and you've seen people grab onto that and you've seen some amazing transformations to any of those stories. I mean, that's really heartwarming. You know, that's one of the great joys of life, passing on information and people do use it. They were looking for it. You happen to be the one to provide it to them. And then, boom, lives were changed. Any of those stories uh, that uh, come to your mind right now? Well, yeah, sure. I mean, I mean, many of the companies that we worked with had outcomes where they, like there's, I mean, I could think of, and these are not particularly familiar companies because we right. work with a lot of companies that are very early stage, right? Yeah. So like there was this one founded by a, a woman in Silicon Valley called Guidewheel that was, that's trying to make this system of sensors and software ver- that are very inexpensive so that smaller factories, which are really like the lifeblood of countries like there are places in like Africa is more that uh-huh. you know they tend to have a lot of they use too much energy they're very wasteful all these things and yet they can't afford the big software systems that would run a factory that like general motors might buy so they wanted to put together a system of very simple sensors and software that could help some any small factory run far more efficiently and uh-huh. less energy and better for the climate and better for the environment all this stuff so they came to us early on and and we helped them. We realized that they were trying to do something new and we helped them formulate what this category looked like, how the rules would be for the category, write that POV. It, and they went from a, like a few people with some ideas to a company that was raising serious money for venture capitalists. And now they got people to believe in what they're doing and believe in why it's important. And we see that play out with what company after company. We've helped them expand what their vision of what they could do and be able to talk about it in a very effective way, which ends up leading to better deals with venture capitalists or at later stage companies going public at a higher valuation, just basically doing better overall. For those of you who are sick and tired of fooling around and are dead serious about wanting to move up fast, I've got something especially for you. 
I've combined the best insights from over 40 years in business and making $70 million in income and compress them into a free webinar. That's right. It's a free resource. If you want to find out exactly what the concepts are that I use in coaching million dollar earners, register now at widelonwinning.com. You'll discover the five-part framework used by so many to reach their financial, personal, and professional goals. You can find that link in this episode's show notes. How fast have you seen companies turn around like that? One of the things that one of our tenants is that these companies at this stage don't have a lot of time to waste, right? They're not right. going to be able to engage somebody. You you get, you know, some consultant working with them for a year to try to, is not going to work. So we have this program that really trying to get some to a, a whole category strategy in about a month. And then once they have that in hand, I mean, we see there was one company out of Seattle called Prescriptive that um, was started by a bunch of ex-Microsoft people who with the week after we worked with them, um, had were going to a conference where they lined the CEO had lined up meetings with dozens of venture capitalists. And he had already before us met with VCs a lot, always had a hard time explaining yeah. what they were doing. Right. VCs didn't get it. They were often yeah. saying, like, listening for 20 minutes and then saying, I don't know. Yeah. Right. And he said the difference between then and one week after working with us and having yeah. that way to talk about his company was like night and day. And he could he could get to the point much quicker. And he got so many more interested VCs, and that led them to a big round of funding for them. And now they're very much up and going organization that's really trying to change the way prescription drugs work in the US. You know, again, another thing that I can get behind and believe in. And so, yeah, I mean, it does really actually change the way companies are perceived out there, and it, and it makes a big difference. Yeah. And the thing is that it reminds me of uh, when I started in sales, I went a whole summer and People would say, sounds good. Not sure exactly why. I need to think about it some more. And it was like, I'm confusing these people. And mm-hmm. then as I got more specific, like you say, you get more clear, like, here's why you need to do it. Get rid of the other clutter. You make it real easy for them to see, have clarity about why this is important for them to do. And then the dominoes start to fall your way. Right. But when you're vague about it, you're just going out and throwing general stuff. You tell the story, but not with a purpose and not how it's going to help them and how it's going to benefit them and why it's important to do it now. That type thing, that urgency about if you can't get them disturbed about what they've got and show how you're the answer. And so it's interesting to see that play out with companies getting their message together and how that impacts going out and getting capital. And so let's wrap this up with a real brief tutorial recommendation from you to people like me who have dabbled with AI, uh, have uh, aware of the importance, but like my experience, I've got to use things for me to understand them. And how would you, and my idea is that, or what I usually do is like, I do my normal stuff, but I say, okay, let me See if I can get it done through that, like writing an article or coming up with something like that or sorting through options and or coming up with a list of options, you know. And so what would you do, uh, advise people who want to get going on AI themselves personally to get familiar with it? Which app, which go to the chat, GBT, sign up, log in, get yourself an account, or are there apps out there? What would you 
recommend. Well, yeah, I mean, well, a, well, first of all, I mean, I, I just don't want to pass myself off as a technologist because I'm not. Yeah. But I mean, yes, getting your hands on this and starting to find out like, you know, what, how does it actually use can actually start to give you ideas. Right. But I want to go back to what I was saying before is that, that changes in context open up new opportunities for new categories. Would you say and that again? Would changes, you say in that again? Con- changes in context open up new opportunities for new categories to be created. Well, what's happening right now is with the way what's going on with the generative AI is an enormous change in context and technology. So suddenly we have a new tool that didn't exist just a couple of years ago that can solve problems in new ways that nobody ever expected before. And so the goal is to actually understand how that, what that technology can do and think about the problems that it could possibly solve. Here's an example. I talked the other day with a company called Hippocratic AI. And so the founder, who is actually somebody who's been in AI companies for years and knows AI, looked at what was going on in generative AI and its ability to understand things and talk to people in very human ways and got thinking about the fact that there's this tremendous nursing shortage in the U.S. There's more than 200,000 basically positions open in nursing. But even more than that, there are half the population in the U.S., 130 million people or so have some kind of chronic condition, chronic disease or condition they're, they're trying to manage. And so ideally, actually, you know, ideal world, every one of those person, people would have a personalized nurse that would help them manage their condition and constantly right. check on them or give them advice or whatever. Of course, you can't make 139 million nurses and right. it would cost a phenomenal amount of money. But suddenly you realize with this chat GPT thing that you could actually train it to know a lot about what nurses know about certain chronic conditions. And actually, and as each individual user uses it, that can also get to know that particular person. So you could create for pennies on the dollar, basically as many millions of nurses as you wanted. I mean, they're not going to be a professional nurse who can actually help you hands-on and change your bandages or give you a right. you know an IV or something like right. that. But in terms of sort of like a layer before nursing, they could actually be with you every minute or every day and be there to answer any question you wanted and know you and know your condition and know how to talk to you in a very human way, you can start to create this essentially a a new kind of solution to an age-old problem. So over and over again, we're going to see over the next five to 10 years, we're going to see that happening over and over and over again. The people are going to see how this new generative AI and other technologies that we're developing now solve these intractable problems in ways that was never possible before. To your listeners, I would say, first, understand how this stuff works and what it can possibly do. And then look at the problems to be solved that you think it could apply to and try to solve a new problem. And that's that's where you find a new category. Yeah, very interesting. Thanks so much. I'm excited to hear more about the play bigger and the, the category design concept and really excited to see you have such a broad audience to where you can impact people to play bigger because we need more people doing things bigger right now and uh, solving, thinking bigger, solving problems in a new, innovative, bigger way. And so the fact that you're out giving you kind of a Johnny Appleseed out there of (laughs) doing it bigger, planning that the possibilities of it, you know, the first thing is you got to get the possibility firmly in your mind that could happen to you. 
And so I think a lot of that has happened today and uh, really enjoyed the interview. I always let people have the final last word to wrap it up that uh, for the people who have stayed with us the whole time through and what kind of last word or last comment would you like to, uh, you think would be useful for people listening? I just, I can't emphasize enough how important the discipline of writing is. It's not only benefited me, but it benefits everybody. And it's not really about writing. It's about thinking. Yeah. I would say whatever you're trying to do, whatever you're thinking, sit down and write it down as clearly as possible. Yeah. And because once you do that, it's kind of like sketching and art. You don't worry about how nobody's, is this enough for publication? This is for you, you know, because you can remember your thoughts on a subject. And then the next time you go through, it will be more refined. It's a way of getting going, kind of opening up the door in your mind and telling your mind you're serious about this subject and getting it organized. Good things can come, but it's not going to come until you you start writing. So great, great insight, great, great comments. And uh, I'm going to look forward to us talking again down the road. I'm going to come looking for you when I come. Which side of New York? uh, What's the best part of New York to live in? Well, I'm I'm on the Upper West Side, which I like because it's a little bit away from the madness, but it's also close to everything. And I'm right close to Central Park. So it's a nice place to live. That's I know some people with apartments over there. That is a great place. So thank you very much. And uh, look forward to talking in the road. Look forward to your next books. All right. Thanks, Larry. Appreciate it. All right. Thank you, Kevin. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Million Dollar Mastermind. If you felt there were any valuable takeaways from this episode, please take a minute and leave us a five-star review. Your feedback is important and really helps us get the word out to a wider audience. Remember, we have a valuable webinar that is absolutely free. Register for it right now at whitealamwinning.com. Thanks for listening.